It's just plain wrong that getting a good night's sleep is so hard. You know, sleep doesn't have to be this hard. There is a faster way to get better sleep. Sleep Takeout gives you real practical sleep solutions and your questions answered. I'm Dr. Bond, and I'm a licensed psychologist. And I'm Dr. Satuni, and I'm a board-certified sleep and pulmonary physician. And we're here to talk to you about sleep advice without a pill. This Sleep Takeout podcast is for information and entertainment purposes. This podcast is not intended as professional or legal advice. Podcasts are not treatment. Sleep disorders and mental health conditions need to be individualized with the healthcare provider. Sleep Takeout is not a replacement for professional advice or recommendations. So help your friends sleep better. Share the Sleep Takeout podcast with them and be sure to rate and review this episode on your favorite podcast app. Welcome back, Michelle. It's great to see you again. Hey, Dan. It's been too long. It has. I feel like the summer, everything changes in the summer. Everything does change in the summer. However, this summer, I feel like both of you and you and I have been able to maintain a status of healthiness. We have. We haven't gotten well. We haven't gotten sick for the most part. We've had sickness around us. Absolutely. Yeah. But actually, and I think I didn't tell you, my seven-year-old got COVID two weeks ago. Oh, no. Is she okay? She's good. She's doing good. So it was... One of those ones where, I mean, the kid gets sick, but then the kid actually does a lot better than maybe the adults do, so. Yeah. But. I dealt with a lot of that at my summer camp um, gig that I do, but, you know, I think last year I either came back with no voice or a yes voice, and then shortly after that, you got sick, and, you know, you got the, all the. I think it was the Delta variant back then. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's the whatever variant. The Omicron. Yeah. Anyway, so it's good. You know, um, I was reading a little, there's some elections coming up that are uh-huh. midterm type of elections. And I was reading Ooh. about elections in other places, not so uh-huh. much local. Uh-huh. And, you know, just all these TV personalities and internet personalities that are running for office. There are. Like, I'm always curious, how do you actually find out about these people? Like, especially the ones where they're like, you elect your judge or you elect your other like thing. Like, how do you do like some deep Googling on this stuff? I, well, so I was Googling just people that showed up on the ballot that I didn't know about local people uh-huh. and all of a sudden the, there's ads sponsoring national elections oh wow and uh you know like Dr. Oz is running for something another another internet yeah. media person is is running it, to me it's it's um it's kind of interesting but I guess uh the predecessors before you know the governor of California sure. and uh big media personalities absolutely yeah Maybe that's us. Maybe stuff. we're like we're big media. We have a podcast. Hello. Yeah, I think you need to really question my sanity if I start <laughs> running into a po- into politics now. Mm. We'll add that to our to the repertoire of uh, of, of side hobbies. Yeah. So. Uh, one thing that I've just been able to maintain, I think, the whole time is just some trying to get these really good sleep habits going on. Mm-hmm. You know, between listening and posting to the podcast, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, working in the sleep field, it's nice to to know that you can maintain some plan of normalcy for a little bit absolutely especially when like when well and this has been the summer travel season and i feel like i just got back from a trip from california a few weeks ago and it was hard it was a harder adjustment coming back like east for me again but i think that was because i was like initially like i loved waking up at like five o'clock in the morning you know pacific time and being like woohoo i'm ready to go it's like let's go let's go do stuff and then it was definitely that it was harder coming back east so that's, well, yeah. you know, th- these are these are things that at least you can reset and um, start you can. over. You can. And recognize that you're always going to have fluctuations when your sleep environment changes. And yeah, but I love the summer. I mean, it's hard to be outside a mm-hmm. lot because it's been really hot. But yeah. 
uh, just the summer of the longer days and being able to walk. Um, I recently adopted a dog. Oh, I love it. So Who's that's with been us good. right now in the sleep takeout studios. Yeah. So um, it's it's just been nice to be able to kind of be outside and just enjoy nature yeah. a little bit more. Absolutely. I've not done any camping. Have you done any camping recently? Not, I don't camp in the summer. It's yeah. too hot. Sp- smart move. Too insecty. Like, but fall and spring are beautiful. But I've never done, I don't like the summer camping. Yeah. So, what are we going to be talking about today? Today, exciting stuff. We're going to talk about some tired but not sleepy activities. Yeah. Do you have any so, product to review? Um, I unfortunately don't have anything right now today. Do you? Well, I'd like yeah. to just talk a little bit about my, um, my earplugs. On mm. the YouTube videos, I did post a little something YouTube. about travel. Um, oh yeah, I guess for those the people who don't know, um, I you know in addition to our podcast, we are starting to branch out into uh-huh. the YouTube field. So check out um, Sleep Takeout on YouTube. It's if at you Sleep Takeout Podcast. Would like, yeah, on YouTube and Twitter, I guess. But anyway, we'll we'll yes, we're on Twitter too. Just search we're us like out. Amazing. We're there. We're amazing on all these. So. You know, I, I was kind of researching these, uh, you know, between the Bluetooth headphones and the whole light thing, but sometimes you just don't want extra noise or another soundtrack in your life. So people were asking about comfortable earplugs for sleep. And um, it's not that important during sleep to knock out all your sound because in mm-hmm. general, the sound is, is quite low. So comfort was more of a priority. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll, we'll put a link to the earplugs um, and, you know, we have uh, an event that we're planning for Ooh, March. Exciting. Um, put on your calendars. March 2023. March 25th, 2023. You heard it here first. But um, these are we're things that speak I... speak it into... What is that when you speak something into reality? You. We're going to put it out uh, to the world. We'll figure out whatever that... that yeah, we're that putting it out is. to the world that this yeah. is, is going to happen. Yep. Um, but I'm trying to get some things that will be able to be given away at mm-hmm. these these events. So... Um, March 25th will be our first in-person, assuming mm-hmm. there's no new variant of anthrax or monkeypox sure. or something that's coming out but at we'll that point. But we'll have an outdoor kind of venue. So. It'll be outdoors. Yeah, It'll be yeah. safe. And there'll be a, there's going to be the free event, which will be exciting. And then we potentially are working on some other things, too, with it. So. Right. So yeah. earplugs um, are a really good thing if you find that something else is waking you up, whether you're traveling and it's it's just um, you know being on an airplane or there's noise, or you may go to sleep when someone else is making um, extra noises internally, like snoring, or if somebody is listening to a podcast or watch, watching television. Mm-hmm. So earplugs. Mm-hmm. The main thing I would vote for on these particular earplugs is comfort. They're very, very soft, mm. but they these stay are the ones in. You have right here, right? So yes, and yeah. I'll send I'll send you home with some because I have so I have some extras. These are the ones that you have. You, so you have these available. At I do your, at your office. I do. Ooh, yes, at the Sleep Takeout Podcast Studio store. Yes, I love it. Is this our first studio store product? Uh, we have eye mask as well, oh, wow. um, but they they are not branded. These are also not branded for us, okay. but they will be by March. They will. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna we're working on it. <laughs> so, so um, so today we're gonna talk about something that comes up quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. it's tired but not sleepy. Yes. So I'm exhausted. I've done X, Y, and Z, and yep. I just can't get my brain to go to sleep and mm-hmm. yet i can't get my body to do anything else because i'm so exhausted right yep so tell me a little bit about uh what that means 
So this typically shows up for people who are experiencing kind of insomnia or specifically what we would call like the WASO or the wake kind of after sleep onset, which is really this idea that you're waking up in the middle of the night and you're unable to go back to sleep. Because if we think about how insomnia works, again, the, the challenge is not that you're waking up in the middle of the night. The challenge is that when you wake up, you're not able to go back to that restful kind of sleep space. So tired but not sleepy activities are things that you would do to get up out of bed instead of laying in bed and staring at the ceiling or counting sheep or doing those things, which unfortunately uh, create some associations for you from a behavioral perspective that are not helpful for your sleep. Yeah, I find yeah. that a lot of the, the tired mm -hmm. people will get into bed assuming that that's like yeah. the first thing that they should do when you really should only get into bed after you can't keep your eyes open any longer yep. you shouldn't expect that your bed or your pillow or your friend can put you to sleep mm -hmm. exactly like you want to wait until you are naturally sleepy already which i think you bring up a, a great point here too of what's the difference between tired and then sleepiness and i would say tired is when you're so both of these states are when you're exhausted but tiredness is when you're exhausted but you're not on the verge of like passing out like you're not on the verge of like losing consciousness because you're so exhausted versus sleepiness is literally when you are fighting to stay awake. Um, and so that's an important piece too to recognize that when you're tired, it's because you wake up in the middle of the night and you're awake. You're maybe not as alert as you might be in the daytime, but you're alert enough to not go back to sleep. That's when you want to do some of these tired but not sleepy activities. Yeah, a lot of people don't recognize that waking up is a really normal part of mm -hmm. sleep during the evening. And yep. as we get older, it just happens more often. Mm -hmm. So it is a life skill to be mm -hmm. able to get your brain to go back to sleep mm -hmm. and not just be tired and laying there in bed. Absolutely. We are doing some brain retraining. It's kind of like if you think of a roller coaster, what you are doing, your brain being like the roller coaster, you're the track. And you, what you're trying to do is create the track that your brain is going to follow kind of naturally. So let's so. talk about some of those things that can get your brain to mm -hmm. be sleepy and not just tired. So I love it. Yes, because these are fun. Well, they're, they're, it's fun to talk about. But ideally, these activities are kind of boring activities. You want to kind of elaborate a little bit on that, Michelle? Why do we want boring activities? So to do you really want something that, that's boring that doesn't really bother you? Um, that you kind of somewhat enjoy, but not enjoy to the point that you want to do more of it. Mm -hmm. So uh, an activity that would kind of fall into this, this category is, um, let's say, a towel folding. Okay, mm -hmm. So you can take this towel and you can fold it. This does not mean that you can fold all of your towels and do all of your laundry. Or make those cute animals like they do on the cruise ships. Right. right. Now, let's say you have this towel and that you're folding it, and you did fold it into an octopus or a monkey or something. Mm -hmm. Once you're done with that activity, you actually look at it, are kind of happy that you did mm -hmm. it, you unfold it, and then you do it again. So a repetitive activity mm -hmm. that is not difficult for you to do, something that you don't have to learn mm -hmm. to do something new, but that it can come easily and it gives you a relaxing feeling. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about another one. This is something that I've done before. Um, just a, a typical crochet, mm -hmm. um, maybe, you know, 25, 30 um, stitches, you know, uh -huh. that are, are off to one side with maybe even a garbage ball of yarn mm -hmm. that you took from something else or mm -hmm. I'll oftentimes get it at a thrift store. And then when you run out of that, you keep going. So there's no pattern. Um, there's no counting, mm -hmm. there's no requirement um, to look back and forth, there's mm -hmm. no feeling that you're going to be excited or not excited to finish it. Mm -hmm. And then when you get sleepy, this is a really big key that I try and emphasize with whatever it is, 
when you actually feel that you can't keep your eyes open, mm -hmm. you put down whatever no. is in your hand yep. and then you go to bed. Mm -hmm. um, and then this is what I call boot camp a little bit is you get into bed and if you're awake again, you yep. get out of bed. Yes. A key piece on all of this Oops. is making sure that you are sleepy. And when you're sleepy, returning back to bed. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Mm -hmm. um, I do. And one of them, I would say, is one that I've done at various points in time, although I don't, I don't currently have one of these right now, but um, has been, you know, I, coloring or doodling and just like your favorite kind of coloring book. Oh. Um, and so, and I don't have one right now, but I have, I definitely have lots of clients that love this one too, because hello, where can you find all these things on Amazon? There's lots of adult coloring books on Amazon from like penguins to, you know, unicorns to scenes from wherever mountains, doesn't matter what it is, but the whole goal of this, and I've also seen, although I've not tried this yet, I've seen the, the, the sticker ones. Have you done those yet, Michelle? The you know, I think the kids used to do them yeah. at a much younger age uh -huh. where there's stickers in the book yep. and then you actually find the shapes and the colors of those stickers. Yeah, it's kind of like a combination of coloring. I haven't with seen like them for puzzle. adults yet, but so I guess it's something to look up. I've seen they're on Amazon. I can tell you that. I need just to, I just need to buy one but and, and try it out. But so what I like about these things is, again, you go in there, you just start doodling, you start coloring. Essentially what you're doing is you're trying to teach your brain how to calm itself down and be you know engaged in something but but preferably and this one's a big one on the talk to to you all my entrepreneur clients what you don't want to be doing is doing things that turn on your brain or activate your brain so you know the coloring books a great example you're literally there just to put color onto a piece of paper and maybe switch out your color pencil to another color or maybe you know doodle some a little bit more what you're not there to do is you're not there to check your email you're not there to think about your next great idea or your next great invention, even though I know your mind wants to go there. And 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 we love your brain because it's clearly created a lot of great things in life. However, at night, I find to be one of the hardest times for a lot of my entrepreneurial clients because they're just like, my brain is constantly thinking about things from work. Yeah, and I think the hard thing is that actually feeds itself and it feeds this issue with insomnia because mm – -hmm by not sleeping and having all these great ideas you actually are promoting your business absolutely so one of the things that you also just need to know this is it does it happens to everybody mm -hmm. typically happens to people that are smarter and more driven mm -hmm. but when you realize that it's happening to you you need to stop it yep absolutely um, so something that comes up a lot is video games is mm. uh, people will be very busy all day and mm. one of their things that rewinds them relaxes them is video games mm. or television watching yep. and so one of the things that you can turn something like that into a repetitive activity is actually have recollection not mm. actually be playing the video game but actually have recollection to that video game mm. or your most most recent game or your most recent show that you watched and be able to kind of unwind it in your head and mm. that actually can help promote sleep because exactly what you're talking about, you're taking your brain, mm -hmm. you're trying to kind of unwind it and, and center it on yourself rather you than trying to think of all the other possibilities that could happen. You got it. And I love that you mentioned video games because I would add this to my don't list. So don't play video games in the middle of the night um, for a few reasons. But some of the bigger ones are primarily because they're giving off light. So the device that you're going to be using, whether it's a screen or a handheld or doesn't matter what, there's going to be light kind of coming in from that. But probably the even more activating thing is what your brain is doing. So if you're getting like a dopamine hit, which a good amount of people do when they play a video game, like, right, you enjoy it, you're having a pleasurable time. 
that's usually not something that we want you to be doing with these kind of activities to do in the middle of the night when you are tired but not sleepy. You're speaking to, you know, the the bulk of the population that's mm-hmm. watching YouTube and TikTok yep. in the middle of the night. Right. You so, might even be listening to our podcast at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Technology is what you're right. saying. It does not belong <laughs> into your bed. No, absolutely. But some other options, you know, to re- to – you know, tired but not uh, sleepy activities. You know, mindfulness activities I think are a really good one. My, I'm a huge fan of leaves on the stream exercise. There's mountain exercises. There's guided imagery. Those types of things are great. Um, also, you can read things. So I would encourage, you know, you can have act- like reading content that you might read. I would just encourage you not to do it on an electronic device. You know, pull out a magazine that maybe it is. My only caveat with this, and just because I've had this come up with clients before, is don't read content that is going to be really kind of intellectually stimulating in some way. So really, I want you to read content that's rather boring, if that makes sense. Like maybe you have like a, I'm trying to think of a really like boring magazine, but maybe you have like, you know, a, um, a good housekeeping or something that has like, you know, a, a recipes edition. You can just flip through that and look at different recipes. So not like a Time Magazine, Newsweek, Bingo, things like that. Right. Not definitely not like you know. I'm thinking more along the lines of a he- picture-heavy magazine, less along the lines of a, a a New Yorker or an Atlantic or you know something like that or New York Times. Yeah, in the in the teenage population, for example, a lot mm-hmm. of times they'll they'll try and learn more and study more to try and get mm-hmm. get you know, a little bit more head game into their exams or their project they're working on. Mm-hmm. So if if you are doing something where you have maybe a speech that's coming up that mm-hmm. you actually have rehearsed a number of times, I find that it's actually okay to rehearse it just mm-hmm. if it's solidifying how good you are at knowing sure. it mm-hmm. because then it helps calm you down for maybe an anxiety-provoking event. Mm-hmm. But if it's something where you really haven't put the time into doing it during the day and you're using it as your you know your last minute of study right. time or your preparation Absolutely. time it creates yeah. more anxiety totally 100 percent. so definitely the, the key to this and this is why you know when we talk about tired but not sleepy activities we're going to give you all these options and they may work for you or they may not and they may be different for different people because the key to it is that these activities need to be not activating for you um so for some people you know rehearsing a speech might be really activating for other people reading a people magazine might be really activating so that's the part where it's really you becoming more aware of your own body's responses to this stuff Um, which is why what can also be another helpful suggestion do things that can help you prepare for the day ahead of you whether that is folding laundry or maybe that is you know picking out the clothes that you're going to wear for your your outfit the next day or maybe that is you know organizing your junk drawer in your house doesn't really matter what it is what matters is it's something that's relatively low-key low stimulation and another key piece which actually I just remember right now too Michelle is if you can do do as much as you can to keep the environment that you're in really low activation so what I mean by that is try and keep the lights relatively dimmed try not to do anything that's going to increase stimulation try and keep it a relatively low-key activity that you do in the middle of the night so yeah, you, you touched on a couple of things that I think maybe might be a little confusing because my anxiety level went up when mm-hmm. you just said organizing a drawer. Sure. 
you know, or, you know, pre preparing for the next day. I, I keep thinking of maybe someone who is having a lot of stress and then decides to do these things in the middle of the night mm -hmm. um, that may, may promote it more. So if you find that you're catching um, yourself having that activating feeling mm -hmm. or getting a little bit stressed or uh, doing something that's promoting you to try and even do more of the same type of thing, I mm -hmm. would just say catch yourself and stop it. But it's different for every person. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I, I generally want people to try doing some of these these wind downs routines earlier in the day mm -hmm. um, or remembering that they can do it at any point and they can stop at any point. But I've met a handful of people, and I'm sure we all know them, mm -hmm. that once they start organizing a closet or a drawer, they just can't stop. Sure. Yes. I would say this is why, and also recognizing that if you are going to do something like organizing your junk drawer that maybe has been that way for decades, I would say it's okay to not feel the need to finish the task or finish the activity all in one kind of, you know, fell swoop, if that makes sense. So maybe you go through the drawer and you just pull out the objects that are too big to be in that drawer or maybe you you do something else along those lines so um, or do something else like doing the dishes or anything else along anything again the goal is it something that's not activating actually as you were talking Michelle I wanted to pull up a quote that I have although I'm gonna keep looking for it um, because it really reminded me a lot of you know in in many ways what you're learning with um, what you're learning with a lot of these activities is really how to, number one, be aware of your body, and then number two, learning how to calm it when it's intense or calm it when it's overwhelmed in some way. And one of the key things that we're doing in the middle of the night is helping your body learn how to not be upset about waking up in the middle of the night because it is a natural experience for a lot of people. And you do become a little bit more, it does happen a little bit more frequently as you do get older just because more things tend to interrupt our sleep as we get older so so you know getting back to that the the tired but not sleepy some people even wake up that way mm -hmm. so understanding that you know human beings bodies are are generally meant to sleep at night mm -hmm. and that a lot of the things that we do to not sleep at night have been due to you know somebody else an illness work um, but when you listen to yourself and your body, we all could be tired 24 hours a day, mm -hmm. um, but sleep is going to be reserved for that evening time. So mm -hmm. if you have been dealing with um, an illness and you are tired, it doesn't give you permission to add that sleepy portion during the day. It's important for you to work through tired and not allow sleepy to happen till later in the night. Mm -hmm. Um, now, with certain sleep disorders that no matter what you do, you can't get sleepy out of your day, this involves acknowledging that maybe there's another issue going on and addressing it with your provider. Um, I'll talk about specifically um, an example would be someone's blood sugar issues. Mm -hmm. So after eating or in some examples not eating, you have an overwhelming feeling of sleepiness that may or may not be accompanied by hunger or thirst. And it's important to see if those ty types of things where you have overwhelming periods of sleepiness happen in the middle of the day away from your nighttime and you are generally sl sleeping through the night or thinking that you're sleeping through the night, these are things you really want to bring up. And don't just you know assume that it's, it's okay and that it was because you had a bad night the night before. In some sleep disorders uh, like narcolepsy, 
it's a sleep and wake up disorder. So mm -hmm. the person might have eight hours of sleepy, uh, but actually might be tired uh, like for 22 or 23 out of, uh, out of those hours. But that sleepiness is going to affect the person during the daytime to acknowledge it, not work through that it's just tired or be thinking that it's tired and not sleepy and then actually injure themselves because their brain fell asleep during the day. So it's important to work on, you know, time management and medication management to to address this. Uh, but it's also just the wording, like like you said at the beginning, tired is not always sleepy, mm -hmm. and sleepy is not always tired. So make sure that we know what we're talking about when you're talking both to yourself and to other providers or other other people that are with you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, just a few last additional suggestions on tired but not sleepy activities. You can always do things like um, listening to some relaxing music or a podcast. Again, something that's not suspenseful, something that's not upsetting. Um, work on a photo album or scrapbook, write in a journal, do some gentle muscle stretches. Um, you know, you can give yourself a pedicure or manicure. Do some of the knitting or needlepoint, like you mentioned earlier, Michelle, or non-activating crafting activities. Um, and again, just kind of, again, the goal is just to listen to your body. So anything that helps you calm down and relax to get back into that sleepy kind of zone, that's the goal ultimately. You're, you're teaching your brain how to chill. I think this is a really helpful. That could be a good t-shirt. Like teach thing. your brain how to chill. Like that could, maybe that'll be our sleep takeout branded t-shirt. <laughs> could be. We have all these ideas. We do have ideas. Yeah. So um, I think that brings us to the end of this week's um, podcast. If you like the content, please um, rate like and us, review us, us, like and subscribe. And donate. We have a donate button, I believe. We do have a donate. Yeah. So even though we do this really because we care and that we really want to, mm -hmm. we would like to make sure that we can cover some of our expenses. Absolutely. Yes. It is not free to host a podcast. So. But, and to and to do these regularly for you guys so we would love to be able to all right but if you if that. you can put march 25th on your calendar mm -hmm. in the tampa bay area because we are going to be live march 25th 2023 until next time up. all right until next time sleep nation bye-bye Thank you for joining us on this episode of Sleep Takeout. We hope that you found our discussion on sleep valuable. Help your friends to sleep better. You can share the Sleep Takeout podcast with them and be sure to rate and review this episode on your favorite podcast app. Remember Sleep Nation, sleep well, dream big, and wake up refreshed. Bye. Bye.